0: Welcome to the startup business Q and A podcast with Richard Moore. All right, so this is it. This is the final, the final ever show. Uh, Episode two hundred and sixty, startup business Q and A. Wow. Uh, we've come five years, uh, five years of this. And, um, I'm so excited, uh, to be doing this. So thank you so much, everyone for everything. This last week has been amazing. So many wonderful messages of support. Um, and you know who you are, those of you who've contributed in any way towards the success of this show. So I'm so excited to be here. It's an amazing moment. Um, And there's been so many things that people have wanting to ask. So I've got stacks of questions from you all as well. Uh, I'm going to, I thought a lot about how I would do this particular um, show. Uh, So, so this being the last ever one, I thought maybe I should just do something different, but I feel it's the best tribute to the, um, to this particular format that has not changed for five years to just do what is the essence of this show, which is you ask questions and I answer them. And there's been over 2000 questions and, and I'm so thrilled that we've got this far. And I never thought I, I think one year was in, I felt great about it. three years. I remember was a big deal. But to hit five has been kind of insane, really. So um, I can only I can only say I'm brimming with pride uh, at myself. Uh, I'm really, really pleased with this. So thank you so much. So we're live today on Instagram, on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And for those who've been watching the last uh, five weeks or so, you will know that as of uh, an hour from now, um, we will no longer be going live every Monday on these three channels. But we will be going uh, out on YouTube with a weekly video there instead. And um, it's a departure. It's a big change, it's a big pivot. It doesn't mean I won't be on those channels anymore. I, of course, will be. But we're adding YouTube seriously to the mix as opposed to just having a channel um we're gonna really do it well that's the plan and um yeah will I ever go live again of course from time to time but it will no longer be a weekly show and I'd like to hope that this has been you know it's been a, a decent run 260 episodes um again five years five years ago when I started this I was 35 now I'm 40 and it's kind of crazy so it's been a big part of my uh, you know, adult life, a career, whatever part of this kind of, um, uh, is part of the tapestry of what I've been doing since I even left corporate, um, many years back. So I've enjoyed doing live. This pretty much is my favorite thing to do. The Q and a, I really love it, but you've got to make certain decisions. So, um, first up, let's just, I'm going to just jump into the chat to check who's here. I just wanted to say hello to everyone. Please say hi back. Let us know uh, where you're watching from. Let us know, um, you know, if you're part of hashtag Team Live watching right now, or put in hashtag Team Replay if you're watching later. If I answer anyone's question, I will be sending you a ten dollar Amazon gift voucher to say thank you for doing so. So I'm going to try and rattle through as many as I can. Anyone who asks a question, you get a ten dollar uh, a gift voucher. And no, for the Myriad of people who have asked uh, more than one question doesn't mean more than one voucher. Uh, just keep it simple. Um, so, lots of questions to get through, and maybe some reflections at the end of it. And what we're going to do is um basically, the YouTube channel has been running for many years. The YouTube channel in 2018 was featured, or specifically, I was featured by YouTube at, in a book they released as someone to watch, but nothing really grew from there. I don't really didn't, I didn't apply so much there because really in that year, I went aggressively on LinkedIn and I decided uh, my bandwidth was such that YouTube wasn't going to be a focus, um, but that we're changing that now. So that instead of live, this is gonna, gonna take, take, um, kind of center stage in terms of workload next to say LinkedIn. Um, but if you, if you, uh, go to the channel, you'll see, I'm going to share the link. Uh, uh, in the moment, if you go to channel, you will see, uh, our first short went up there earlier today. And every Monday, the plan is, uh, to have a weekly video there. So the first weekly video will drop at the end of this show. So you'll be able to go straight over. Uh, I just make life easier because anyone who knows YouTube channel URLs will know it's a bit of a mess. Uh, and until the vanity one gets up, there is, uh, I've created a bit.ly so those of you who can't see on Instagram, you're, uh, just so you know, it's if you just got type bit.ly, so bit.ly slash Richard Moore YouTube, all one word, capitalise each bit. So capital Richard, capital, capital Moore, capital U and capital Tube. So each of those starts with a capital letter. If you're on Facebook and LinkedIn, it makes much more sense. You can go there. You can subscribe only if you feel you'll actually watch it. Um, that's the main thing. If you want to just support, then great. But let's get into questions. I just wanted to say, um, I'm so excited about this. I, I, am kind of a, like I said, I'm quite overwhelmed that I'm here. And the last few days since the, you know, since the announcement post for this um, episode went up, it's just been nonstop really lovely messages so thank you so much for everyone being so amazing uh let's see who we've got in there so ash is watching in congratulations richard he says uh from sunny leicester where is not leicester right where is not leicester where is not sunny right now um i came back yesterday from a three-day tour of kent so i did um 272 kilometers on my bike um in between 26 and 28 degrees uh so that's be- pushing on i think for towards 80 if you're in america and um here in the uk that's hot enough it was beating down sun and so i'm a little bit rosy on my legs let's say um so I- it's quite nice to be indoors uh, is really rather hot thank you ash for watching uh being the messengers watching live from wales hi richard team live uh, federica hi r Good to see you as well, Frederico. Thanks for, for tuning in. Uh, who else? we got Martin Pratt watching from Philadelphia. Team Live, what is the key to your consistency? Let's have that as a question to kick us off. Uh, Calvin, good to see you here on Instagram. Seawash65, good to have you, have you here as well. Uh, 18, 18th Nude Design, uh, Sunidil Singh. I'm a man, Dr. Brian Direct watching from Miami as well. Great to have you on here. Thanks for uh, for tuning in all of you so look first question let's go from Martin Pratt hi from Philadelphia what's the key to consistency what it is is that thing you know you know people talk about like you don't look at the mountain you look at the step in front of you and it was just so apt given the weekend I just had some of the hills were horrible I think one of them was almost was uh, 14 degrees so if you know anything about cycling you know that's hard and uh, that was kind of brutal in the heat as well but uh, day two with all of that Day two of my ride on Saturday in this crazy heat was uh, 120, just under 125 kilometers. Uh, So we did it in five hours. It was just like beat it out. And basically, um, that's the same thing about the consistency. I just focus on the moment. Just focus on pushing one leg down again, one leg down again. It's the same here. Like the consistency didn't come from me going, I'm doing five years it was just going each week and going each week I do this at this time. That's it. And, you know, and then then you're on episode 32. Then you're on episode 71. Then it's like, wow, we've hit 100 and then it's 137 or whatever. And like you just moves along and time passes and you can't stop that. The main thing is just commitment to showing up each week. Um, so there's no key. I cannot overstate because I'm very consistent with everything. Right. I'm We've done five years of this show, but I'm consistent with. So many other things too. Uh, my accelerator group—we post. Uh, we we so we have a group call every week. We've done it for fifty-four weeks consecutively. We've missed nothing. New Year's, Christmas, nothing changed. We still did it. Whatever it might be, is always be about being consistent. But that always not a superpower. And I really want to extend that to anyone who thinks it might be. What it is is deciding each week at this time that thing happens in the same way as you decide when I get out of bed. I have a shower first, or I have an ex, I've exercise first, or maybe I. Um, You know, first thing I do is have breakfast. Some people decide first thing they do is they pick up their phone every single day and check their notifications and you're consistent in doing that. So why not say every in my case, every Monday at 1 p.m. UK time, I'm doing this. That's the end of it. And there's no decision or option. I just do it. And it's funny because it didn't take long for it to become a habit, of course, because after a while it's like, well, I seem to be doing this a lot and people showing up. So why don't I just keep going? And so it became it doesn't become hard. It's not difficult. It's just. The thing I do, and you know, my family and everyone knows that I'm doing it this at this time. So it's a weird one, really, uh, Martin, because none of it is is anything special. I don't believe I'm doing anything impressive. I think it, all it is is just doing one step then the next step. But also, the same the same will be true for the YouTube channel. There is an element of patience as well. I don't expect anything from it necessarily from the start it's about laying foundations and ta- seeing that where that takes me okay um great to see you here ada watching from uh malaysia i see you tuning in thanks very much carolina mankowski from florida hello wow your last episode caroline you've been watching from the start pretty much well at least you watched some of the some of the early ones and we've been connected all this time so your support's been magnificent thank you so much ahmed is tuning in as well good richard uh, uh hi richard good to see you uh, we also have someone called LinkedIn user hi Richard joining team live in LinkedIn this week massive congratulations on your weekly lives showing clear commitment and consistency uh, Martin Pratt thank you let's grow together absolutely brilliant Gina she is saying for, uh, also from London and Surrey good to see you uh, team UK glad to be able to tune in for a few minutes to this last episode congrats on your accomplishments Richard best of luck with the YouTube channel etc those of you just tuning in now we are pivoting to LinkedIn from LinkedIn live, from Facebook live, from Instagram live every single Monday to every single Monday dropping a YouTube video. The YouTube video pushing out this YouTube channel to make that a stronger pillar for uh, content for you all. uh, We'll launch a video every single Monday. The first video will drop in... 50 minutes, so at the end of this show you'll be able to go straight over to the YouTube channel, I'll, I'll flash the caption up again in a minute, I've done a little bitly for you all and you can join in and check that out Amy over on Instagram, thanks for show, showing up, congrats on the final show you've you've said, uh, Tammy Clayton who has been watching for some time as well in the past I really appreciate you, hi Richard, hello from New York City, it's been a while, glad to be back I'm shocked to learn this is your last episode you'll be missed, I'll still be here it's not all over, I'll still plenty of content all the time, uh, but for something like something different, uh, we'll be going to uh, to YouTube. I'm going to try and rattle through more of these and then get into some questions. Uh, Ginny Lamarie is the LinkedIn user. Uh, fair enough, good stuff. And uh, Antonio, good to see you here as well from Dallas, Texas. Fantastic to have so many people tuning in. Coach Kerry K asked a good question. And by the way, anyone asking a question that I answer will be getting a $10 Amazon voucher on me because it's my last episode as a thank you. So Coach Kerry K, make sure you DM me saying you ask a question on Instagram and I'll send you an Amazon voucher. Why is it final? I missed it, she's asking. Well, this is episode 260, Coach Kerry K, presumably your name's Kerry. And uh, 260 weeks is five years. Uh, That's not the reason I'm stopping. But the reason is that I've decided it's time to change direction with this particular element of my content so if you follow any of the channels uh, you'll see there's lots of different types of content all over the place you know from video to carousels gifs, whatever you might want but also every monday we do this live show the returns in my opinion do not warrant the inputs it's awesome doing this with you all but i feel that i can better deploy my time into youtube channels so that's what we'll be doing It came with a lot of consideration and i feel that there's been a lot learned through doing the, the live shows. Um, like I said, over 2,000 questions have been asked over these five years, So, um, which is kind of thrilling to to have been part of that for you all. So thank you, you all. It's only a show because you lot made it. But the 2,000 questions have meant that uh, the plan is not year, this year because I'm doing other things uh, and there's a number of projects in the pipeline. But next year, I'm uh, planning to commission a book which will draw on those questions because we took the best uh, answers and questions each week and made them into videos. So that will be planned for next year in 2023, which is only five odd months away now. But the idea is to pivot out to YouTube. I use these live shows to produce content each week. So all of my video, all of my carousels and all of my gifts all come from the one live stream each week, okay? So all of it stems from the live show, but we'll simply be doing that from from YouTube instead. So I'm very excited uh, about that. But Coach Kerry K, thank you very much for asking. Let's get into more questions here. Let's rattle through them. Like I say, if you if you ask uh, a question and I answer it, $10 Amazon voucher to you, uh, I've already done a few so far. So do DM me and say, hey, I asked the question so I don't forget, but I'll, I will make sure I go through the video and check. So uh, my man, Jerry Lee, from Face uh, asked uh, out of Facebook, what's the biggest thing you've learned doing the AMAs? So doing the Ask Me Anythings, I think certainly one of the biggest things I've learned is that you can do thousands of questions, questions and answers, and yet the same kind of questions continually come up. I can change the theme each week. I can ask people to ask whatever they want, and often it's the same kind of questions. That doesn't mean there's one particular question I can tell you right now that everyone always asks, but what I can tell you for sure is that people and it's been imagine the market research for me it's been so nice because i know some of you have watched many of these episodes many of you or some of you have watched almost all of them i've been present <laughs> for every episode and so the, the kind of the feedback and the learning from you lot in terms of what's necessary and what's important has been really useful and people have the same problems when it comes to running a business often. And I appreciate this, something of a bias because the focus for me is very commercially led and focused on selling and and, and all things leading to, you know, helping you get more uh, money out of your work. But without question, a lot of the focus is on the fundamentals of how to engage with people, how to pivot and close people, and a lot around mindset, a lot around overcoming imposter syndrome and worry and things like that. And there's a lot of variations of the same theme, so I found that very interesting. But yeah, that like, one thing I've learned is that whatever you do, there's often the same questions keep coming up. And I, and it, you know, after 260 episodes, there'll be some questions I've asked, sorry, I've answered like 17 times or something, Jerry. So yeah, it's really good fun, um, but interesting. That, that's that's one observation that springs to mind. Uh, Unique Grant, good to see you uh, showing up with the question. Thank you for that. Wow, congratulations, Richard lots of emojis involving balloons and things. Um, This is a fantastic accomplishment. My uh, question is, how do you see video continuing to be a key channel to deliver value to clients and what platform do you see as the go-to in the next three to five years? I have no crystal ball, let's be clear, uh, because something may come out of thin air in the next few years and then suddenly kicks off. Um, Video is powerful because it, it taps into the heart of what humans need in order to trust and buy from someone, which is the ability to garner some kind of familiarity. So what I mean by this is if I write something, just text, and you wonderful people all consume that text, you may have a sense of me from the dynamics, the um, you know the way I've written things, the emphasis, the uh, emotion or tonality in, in how I've written, but you'll never quite get the depth that you can get from video, which is why, inter- why it's so important to make sure um, video or the visual, I think, does feature in your suite of of ways to broadcast yourself. So what's crucial about video is it's a fundamental thing. Humans can access you more because they are, they're using more senses. They're seeing more of the, the the visual. They're having more of a sense of the like, again, here, the emphasis, I'm not writing these words out and saying them and I'm deciding where to deliver accents and so on. So that allows people to have a real sense of what it would be like to know Richard, work with Richard or, or what Richard's like, for instance. And so that's why value. Uh, there's value in video. Is video the be all end all? No. Is it better if you only do video? No, it's not. You should do other things because not all humans at all times wish to consume video. That's a fact. And some of the people who would give you your best ever deals don't dig video. So you need to remember that you might need to court a number of other types or, or, or ways of, of, of broadcasting yourself. So that that's one thing to remember. That it is it is always going to be a always going to be a key channel. Audio, yes, of course that's important. There's new innovations here, there and everywhere. But if you look at how video has evolved, video isn't just video, there's shorter, more clipped. Um uh, punchier video than we used to have. I mean, if you look at for instance, the short on video on on sorry, on YouTube that we dropped earlier today is super to the point it's one minute. The video we're dropping in in forty minutes now is really really cut down to so it's like two minutes of gold. I love it. I think I would do, but like the video we're about to drop on the YouTube channel is just so good uh, in that it's been edited in a way where you just get what you need. You can consume the gold basically, and I think that that that's a demonstration of the evolution of video. It's not this meran- meandering stroll. It's it's kind of really punching to the point. Another interesting part that you've asked is is what platforms to go to for the next three to five years. I don't know. But without question, YouTube probably won't go anywhere. So which is why I really felt I needed to pivot up there uh, with the content. I'm a very video led person in many respects. So it made sense to do it. I can't see why LinkedIn would go away anytime soon, certainly for my kind of purposes and for business to business. So um, jury's out still about Facebook. Uh, so we'll have to see. and. There are plenty of others out there, you know. Clubhouse has had an interesting foray. It's in, for some demographics, they've just fallen away. For others, they think it's the greatest thing. So, it'll be interesting to see how that develops in the next eighteen months or so. But yeah, so for me, LinkedIn and YouTube. That doesn't mean none of the others, but it means that for me, those two are, you know, important right now. At least that's that's how I will deploy my time. Uh, Sam McAfee, awesome get to get in here. As uh, good to see you watching. Thanks very much. The final uh, episode. Richard Playfair, cool to have you here as well. Can we get a very last book recommendation? You know, I uh, what name thing? Something different. Something different. Um, there is a book, Richard. There's a book I've just read, which is so short, is brilliant, but is by the amazing Robert Greene. G R W N E, I believe it's robert green called war w-a-r it says war 30 33 strategies uh, i think it is um the book's tiny it's like this big it's like a little not a playbook but like a, it's like a little pamphlety kind of book it's like 100 pages or so it's really small and that book um is brilliant because it's so obviously you know I, I don't need a, I don't really expect to need a manual for, or guidebook for war, but the principles, needless to say, are transferable to everyday life and business and so on. And there's a lot borrowed from Lao Tzu and, of, and so on. And and Robert Greene um, brings in so many different threads, um, theses and different people who have had lots to say on the subject over the years but it's really well put together and there's some really good strategies you can just dip in and go wow what a great mindset to take into this metaphor of war that one can apply to for instance to work and things not always ideal but but it's 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 sometimes a bit of a clunky metaphor but i i think it's fantastic i think i would really recommend i'm really enjoying it um and a quick gloss through it. And then I'm kind of really going deep on it. The way it's put out that, you know, he's got a, a theory in there, very practically laid out. And then there's a number of little kind of tips and and like, here's some authority or credibility written down the side, like, you know, in red, almost like an annotation. He's like, and Lao Tzu said this or whoever it might be. So it's kind of, uh, it's a wonderful book. And I think really exciting uh, uh, to to see how he's made it. he written it in a way, that can be really used uh, elsewhere as well. So hope that helps. That's the that's the latest book, Richard. Uh, Ian Tisco, you've asked on Instagram, what are you going to miss most about live streaming? Just be clear here, like the thing I love doing the most is live q and I love it. And so live streaming with a show that is specific on Q&A, it's just amazing. I love it when someone asks a question and I feel I might be able to help. So um, I'll miss that a lot. Um, I love the, the simplicity of it and for all the perfectionists in the world, I'm so not a perfectionist. It may, maybe people seem to think that about the way the brand is projected, about the way uh, images and carousels and so on and, and, you know, and thumbnails or whatever are all put together and videos are, are edited. But that's not me. That's amazing people in the team who are doing all the work. For me, I'm a riff in the moment, ready, fire, aim kind of person. I do all things on one take. And I love the idea of just... Like being in the moment, making it happen and not having any do overs. So I love that bit, like not knowing what's going to be happening in the next 20 minutes. Just just feel, you know, I really enjoy that. And uh, um, that's kind of I'll miss that bit. Will I go live? I've said this before, earlier, to even in this session. Will I go live again? Of course, just not every single week for it. So uh, it really is important. Uh, um, I'm clear, like the just the Q&A part. I'm doing a talk um, at the at the end of the week, And one of the stipulations is I just want to make sure that there's time bolted on the end of the talk for q and A, Q&A, please. So uh, um, I want to make sure I don't miss out. It's my favourite thing to do. Uh, Spark dots at seed, nice to see you here as well, uh, Ian. Hope that helps. If anyone's asking a question and I answer it, DM me and say, "Oh, you answered my question," uh, and I will give you a ten dollar Amazon voucher at the end of the day to say thank you so much. Gary Frey, good to see you here. Thanks very much for supporting. Uh, also, Michelle Burchett, congratulations on your pivot, Richard. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. Those of you who are tuning in now, um, this is the last ever startup business Q and a episode 265 years in the new YouTube channel, uh, I've done a bitly link for you. So if you go to bit bit.ly forward slash capital R Richard capital M more capital Y U capital T tube, Richard Moore YouTube. Capital R, capital M, capital Y, capital T. I believe that makes a difference. So bit.ly forward slash Richard Moore YouTube. Then you can go straight in. There's a a short up there already. It'll be a video every single week. And in about half an hour, we're dropping the first video in there. Um, Ian, you've already asked the question, but I I don't mind answering this next one. Uh, It doesn't mean two vouchers, I'm afraid. Excuse me, I'm afraid. Um, But you said, is EBL, Entrepreneur Business Live, that's my um, in-person Global, we did it all over the world. We did three continents, I think it was um uh, business event, which put all this money into charities. Is it going back in twenty twenty one? No, the the website has been built. I don't think it will happen in twenty twenty one. It actually no isn't f- correct. I think possibly there might be one or two in Q four of this year, possibly. I mean, see how the summer goes. Um, will it be back in next year? Yes, definitely. Um, travel is important meeting people is important you can't online network well you can online network all the time but it's good to meet people I've been so fortunate to meet you my man uh, in New York City is it twice we did it you and I met but we've had four there you know and it's a really important because it is I just want to go I want to be really clear and this is just this is one of the reasons why Entrepreneur Business Life for me is a baby I want to help thrive this is kind of important is that I don't think it's cool to be able to get so much attention. We're so lucky we've got these these uh, things like platforms like LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever, to get so much attention and pocket all the reward. I don't think that's cool. And so it's my I've always done things for charity. I remember that, like each time i run the marathon, for instance, the London Marathon, I did it for charity and I tried to give a little bit back, but I think it's really important that you have something that gives back properly. So the dream in the future is like a foundation of my own, but but Entrepreneur Business Live was a really good vehicle to sure help people in the room. And we also broadcast to the um, Entrepreneur Business Group on Facebook, But but also as leverage, to get money in the form of ticket collection money from attendees and drive that into um, local charities. So I'm really pleased you brought that up. Thank you, Ian. And I'll be, yeah, possibly at the end of the year or in the last few months of the year, but but certainly next year. Next question, uh, Ginny LaMarie, I think you were watching on Facebook or I was right. Uh, so excited for your next stage, Richard. You are a class act. Turn up every single week. Good luck with the YouTube adventure. Where do you see yourself in five years time? Where do I see myself in five years? I think, well, the events should hopefully be back. Really hard. Five years is an exceptionally long time. Um, I hope the YouTube channel is doing well. I have in my head number of subscribers I want to have, (laughs) which is like just a way of keeping score. I'd like to say, uh, I'd like to be doing something in this ecosystem still. I don't know what it will look like because and the reason i'm saying that i don't want to be like doing this but really well i'd like the answer to be something of a question mark because i love the idea of the unknown and throwing myself into it but thriving as well it sounds like a cop-out answer doesn't it Ginny? but it's not it's like i'm i'm looking forward to embracing wherever it you know whatever route thing route i decide to take so it all it will be by design you know touch wood um Will I be doing precisely the same thing I do every every day now? No, not at all. I will, I will evolve. And if you look at the last five years, I've certainly evolved a lot as well. Immensely difficult to say. Immensely difficult to say. As long as it involves helping people as I have, that's really important. And I think as long as I can keep my impact, at the most important thing for me, certainly at the moment, for instance, is helping people understand how to convert. So pivot, convert, and close Um you know, closed deals. So they're not, you know, I mean, inhabiting this content space online a lot. And I, what I, I can't stand is the frustration of people banging out content but not getting any results from it. So that's really what what is crucial. Uh, good question. Um, great to see you here. Um, uh, Bob Lowe, thanks so much for joining in. Um, also my man Antonio watching uh, from Spain. Uh, Mirav Levine, thanks for jumping in. Biking a million miles between now and the next five years possible actually no it's not no it's probably not i don't know i don't think i ride enough for that i would in terms of sport i would definitely be riding more i'll have a better bike <laughs> I've, I've just come back off this big ride we did 270 plus kilometers the last two days so i've got achy legs this, i'm just pleased i'm not standing for this uh event but uh, this this show but i think uh yeah i will hopefully i've done um i want to have completed an ultraman by then even if, or, or at least some kind of ultra. So 50K plus would be really good. Uh, marathons are, are hard enough, but I would like to do something a bit bigger. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll we'll have to see. Really hard to answer that, Ginny, but good question. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see what other uh, things we've got jumping in here. Uh, DP Nudden, good to see you on here. What's your biggest personal takeaway from doing five years of these? Do you know what? It was, it's been really validating uh, personally that I'd like to think I'm good at what I do, and you can tell yourself that lots, but some people, if they only listen to themselves, they can get deluded. It's nice to be told with frequency that I'm good at what I do. Um, I'm not needy, but that's good validation. It's nice to have that each week. I think something I would add uh, to that is that it's, it's nice to know you've got stamina, You know that you can go the distance. And I'm, I'm pleased I didn't drop the ball you know, I still showed up, even in recorded form, on a couple of occasions because I was on a flight or in surgery or whatever it might have been. But other than that, I've uh, I, I I like that it's 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 really validated that I can be useful to people. So yeah, good question. Thank you very much. Anyone who asks a question is a ten that I answer is a ten dollar Amazon voucher as a thank you uh, in our final ever uh, startup business Q and A live. Uh, Rebecca O'Brien. Tuning in on LinkedIn, final live, congratulations on everything, Richard. And says, great hair, Richard, I thank you. In fact, the um, hairdresser person that cuts my hair works at a shop called Epic Hair. So there you go, shout out to you. Uh, Congratulations, says DP uh, and uh, Alistair Davis. Well done, Richard Moore, this is an amazing achievement. Thank you very much. And Nelly, good to see you here watching it as well. Thank you for tuning in. Hi, Richard, she says, how long have we got? 30 minutes until the YouTube channel has its uh, first proper decent video, in my opinion, compared with all the other ones, which are great, of course, and done very well, some of them. But uh, the first of a new new set of video and content rolling out uh, in 30 minutes time. Next question. Uh, Mirav Levine was watching on new, on LinkedIn. No, neither of those We were watching on Instagram. So let's answer yours uh, next. And by the way, just as I remember, as a shout out to those of you uh, listening on the podcast or watching the replay on IGTV, I really appreciate you as well. It's so nice that people people say the podcast is really cool because they get to listen in the car. So I, whenever I get those messages, thank you. Uh, Miraf, you said, this is so amazing, Richard Moore. I cannot think of anyone who has the consistency muscle as you do. That's very kind. Thank you. Um, my mess- my question to you, when will a business owner know how to pivot? Sorry, let me rephrase. When will a business owner know to pivot or offer a new product or expand your market? This is so hard. This is one of those questions that gets asked so much because the question is, the answer is that there's no real, there's no little no, no, like way of figuring it out because everyone's slightly different. Every product's slightly different. It, you know, some things take more time to go to market. Others don't. You know, if I'm doing Facebook ads and I still haven't cracked it in three months, I'm really not doing it right because you should be getting better results by then. But again, even within that, it's like, well, what am I trying to sell though? So it's just very difficult to get right. Um, so I think, the answer is difficult because there's no algorithm or, or or formula that works. But what I do think is that you need you need proof of you need evidence or proof of concept. You need you need to be able to um, get some market research done. You need to have therefore a proportionate amount of time for what you're doing. So, for instance, if I did this live show on week one and literally no one came fine that's cool you work hard to try and get garner an audience for the next week and if i'd done say 10 shows i think that's a you know that's probably too much to if i had still no people attending and watching it it would be like there's clearly something fundamental that's wrong here so but i shouldn't have gone that far if i probably got to three to five shows and no one was literally no one had shown up i must be doing something i would need to go And look at what I'm doing, but also maybe see if I'm misunderstanding the platform, for instance. So that might be one way in. But so the answer is very difficult because it's very proportionate to what you're doing. Um, And what you mustn't do is decide emotionally fully. Sometimes emotionally is a good idea for for these kind of decisions, but it's not a good idea to say, do you know what? I had a really rubbish day. I feel awful. Now, how do I feel about this thing? Don't want to do it. So, and, you know, if that particular thing's gone really badly, you're not in a good place. And I often used to say, you know, you should decide if you should pivot when things are going well. So a good example is leaving London. Like things were going all right for me, but it was like it doesn't feel right, though. So if things are going fine and you're still not content, maybe it's time to pivot as well. Exceptionally diff- difficult question. Um, I think that's about all I can suggest. Uh, just make sure you're... Yeah, just make sure you're kind of thinking to yourself, have I got enough proof of concept? Have I got any kind of evidence here that I've tested hard enough? You've got to work really hard on getting whatever you're doing working and constantly look for advice and support and help. Ask people, observe people, ask people who are further down the track than you and see if they've got any wisdom, because if you're doing something and they're doing something and it appears the same, but they're getting a different set of results, then there's something that you're not doing. Um, and usually it will be something you can change that would improve things. So that's crucial. Good question, Mirab. Thanks so much for that. Uh, let's get addressed now. I think it's Renee actually uh, from LinkedIn, but watching on, on Instagram and said, I learned so much for you as I started on LinkedIn. Thank you. Podcast. Oh, wow. I need to find that. If you want to tune into the podcast, you can watch all the previous, e- or listen rather to all the previous episodes of Startup Business Q&A. Literally just type Richard Moore Startup Business Q&A and you can see it, it's just literally the audio version of this on, you know, Spotify or, or iTunes or whatever it is. Okay. And, and you've added your course set me up for great success on LinkedIn. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm very proud of that course. Uh, the basics of LinkedIn, which is available now on Udemy or at RichardMore.com. Thanks Renee. nice, nice plug. Uh, so, uh, Eddie has said, hi, Richard. Uh, hey Richard, good to see you here. Thank you so much for your support. In the post recently, I really, really appreciate it. And Ellie Hansen will you be more active on Clubhouse as well? Uh, I will probably hold this line with uh, Clubhouse. Um, I'm on Clubhouse a bit. Um, I'm not spending an ordinary amount of time on there. I think the, uh, the thing I tell most people is I'm quite lazy with Clubhouse. Uh, people kindly ask me to go and speak, so I often go and do that. But as for going in and running rooms, I'm, I'm not deploying time there. I think the team is focusing a lot on 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 the current things we're doing and YouTube I want to take center stage for me. I may do. I think at the moment no. Uh but that doesn't mean not doing anything on club as it means just showing up, you know, twice or three times a month for particular events when I'm kindly asked in. But but ha- having said that, sometimes I do pop in uh, and it's been a lot easier since they finally got the Android version on out because not everyone, most people don't have an iPhone technically. It's just so, so nice to be able to go pop in. And <clears throat> if there's some people kind enough to bring me up on stage uh, and I can add some value, then that's obviously a good thing to do as well. Good question. Thank you, Anelli. So let's move on. <coughs> Carolina Mankowski, question. What's the biggest lesson you've learned along this journey from taking on this project in business and personal? In business, Without question, the biggest um, the biggest question, the kind of the biggest thing I've learned is that market research is best done with people asking questions all the time. It really, really helps. Um, I think this is the one of the finest ways to find out what people are really thinking by getting them to ask questions every single week. And five years of these questions means that I can really. Get a lot uh, from people. Of course, I'm attracting a particular niche of people, but within my niche, I get a real sense of what people's issues are, and that's allowed me to be on point with the product offerings, with the things I talk about. And it's this beautiful feedback loop into future content as well. So I've been fairly broad at times, but then made it tighter and tighter, and I feel more effective for those that tune in, uh, those in the kind of the hyper niche I focus in, because of that kind of. Really good loop of them feeding back simply by showing showing that they want to uh, uh, engage that the the topic areas I'm covering are of are value. Um, and yeah, back to the point about uh, the DP uh, asked the question about what I've learned personally. I think um, the other thing, uh, Caroline, knew is that I just, it's really nice to learn that I can be of use, but it's also really great to know that I've got the stamina. And if I want to do something enough, I, I just need to start. I know I'll be consistent with YouTube because I'm consistent with everything else. You know, um, the Facebook group's six years old. This is five years old. The accelerator's already over a year old, and every single week we're showing up. So, but but I'm I'm very good at personally. What it's taught me is that I'm very good at showing up by and because I focus on just doing what I need to do that week rather than give myself some mad goal. Like I have to do this for five years. It was all only ever just come next week, just go next week, just go next week. And then you end up with the habit formed, you know, and in a in short space of time, that becomes part of your routine. And it's just what you do. So that's, that's what's worked for me. I hope that somehow answers your question. Really good one. Uh, moving on. Kirsten Granadas. Huge congratulations, Richard. This is amazing. and a wonderful reflection of your tenacity. My question for you is what do you do on a daily basis? to grow as an entrepreneur? Well, if I'm going to be literal in, in answering, uh, take take your question literally. I do a lot of different things that help me grow as an entrepreneur. But one thing I do every day, so it therefore is a daily basis, is read every single day. I find at least 10 minutes once every day to read something. Um, it's really nice. So one of my friends at the weekend was like, you seem to know a lot of things about a lot of things. And I'm like, well it's only because I read lots and I think I'm quite the sponge for info and I do believe that if you just dip into a book every single day or dip into something read something be curious and be studious every single day you do pick up stuff and and that's helped me a huge amount I read voraciously and have done if I really look at when I started my own business back in like 2013 2014 um Every single day, at least once for 10 minutes I read and there's new books all the time arriving and I dip into them regularly because I just like bringing in new things into my head. I think it's it, crucial to stay broad-minded. So that's helped me grow a lot. And that, to the answer to your question, is, is one thing I do daily. So I hope that helps. I could say things like exercise and so on, but I don't exercise literally every day. But uh, reading I, is one thing I do literally every single day. I didn't want to give you a cute answer like, exercise gratitude you know but I, I'm sure I do but but reading is a practical thing I do every day and and has it made a positive impact yes and a really noticeable one it really really does raw dot success do you ever plan on meeting your hero ty lopez i have all respect for ty lopez who uh has done if you look at what he does in his niche he's done a lot of amazing things uh he's owned his niche very well I don't. I wouldn't class Ty Lopez as my hero. I will gently put here, um, but I have huge respect for someone who has the consistency he has. Uh, he's been doing his thing far longer than me, and his showing up, no doubt, has brought him success. I think that he probably has a bit of a bad rap from people who wouldn't buy his product, but those who he serves, like, but his particular niche that he does serve. They love him for it. So good for him. Uh, I think that he should be some credit should go to him for doing a really good job in his particular niche. So but yeah, I don't ever plan to meet him. If I was in L.A. and I saw him, I would probably say, hey, how are you? But that's about as far as it goes. Thank you for the question. Raw Duck success. And uh, let's go into some more. Uh, Lizzie Davidson. Wow. Five years of showing up and giving value. That's impressive as hell. Thank you, Lizzie. Uh, What's that done for you, Richard? When you look at where you were five years ago and where you are now, what's the consistent discipline brought to your life? It has fed in elsewhere so much. Being consistent with this has helped groom me into um, being consistent in in other things. It's like it's helped me know what consistency feels like and uh no doubt it's helped me have a sense of discipline each week and if you're disciplined about one thing you tend to be able to become disciplined about other things so it's definitely fed into other things as well uh really really good question that Lizzie. but without question it's helped other areas be be consistent too ian tisker's added on instagram i think that's how i found you as well through him many years back yeah probably uh I, i remember back in 2014 um I checked out what he did because I was moving into the online marketing world and and love him or hate him, <laughs> I don't I, I don't I couldn't tell you what Ty Lopez does now, but love him or hate him, presumably similar things, but without question, he was an interesting person to observe. And there's you know, there's there was people I I was checking out back then who were online marketers and that kind of thing, and they were some were terrible. Some were great. Some were cringy. Some were really elegant. Whatever it was, it's worth consuming. And this this just I want to make a point here in case anyone has an issue with Ty Lopez. And again, I'm not standing up for him or not. What I'm saying here is you should observe everyone because sometimes you'll pick up what not to do. I remember there was a guy I worked with once and I learned so much, none of which I wanted to do. None of it because it was awful. I remember this guy I was like it was he was scamming and everything, but to be able to see him do it was so useful because it allowed me to say to myself, don't do it that way. And so I learned so much for that. So so be open-minded, respect people for doing what they're doing, if they're doing well good for them, unless they're doing something that is uh, you know illegal or immoral, uh, then then it's worth observing, even if you have some issue with someone, it's worth observing um, uh, what they're doing and seeing if you can learn something and maybe translate it into your world and do things in a slightly different way. Hannah Hussain has said consistency is half the battle. It is. Again, there's the advice from the top of the session. Just do the step in front of you, not the whole mountain. Hannah, you asked a question actually. Well done, Richard Moore. Two questions, no one. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll try and answer them, but you get one one Amazon voucher, $10 voucher for that. Um, What are your top three tips for a sales demo? Love the question. Second question is, what's next for Brand Richard Moore? What's next for Brand Richard Moore, Henna, is uh, the YouTube channel dropping the first video in now only 15 minutes time. So make sure you subscribe, everyone. Go to uh, uh, the YouTube channel. The link is in the bottom here on Facebook or on LinkedIn. So you go to bit.ly forward slash Richard Moore YouTube. Richard and more are capitalized, and the Y and the T of YouTube are capitalized. I think that makes a difference, which is why I'm saying that, but make sure you go in. This first short came out this morning, first is coming out in 15 minutes as well. Uh, that's what I'm doing next. Instead of the live shows on a Monday, of course I'll still be apparent on these platforms with other content anyway. anyway but your first question, what three tips for a sales demo? Number one, be aware that they buy you more than they buy the product. So you have to be into them. They have to be into you. You can't be cold. You have to have you know, some level of rapport with them. At the very least, have, have a strong level of respect from them because you know what you're talking about. Go armed with practical knowledge, but be open to being social. People love that. If they really like you, they will buy your product more. Um, They also buy the feeling of, I've got this. So if they feel from you that you've got this if you give them them if they give you their money that goes a long way any ounce of hesitancy or that this might be your first radio is gonna kill you it really really does make a difference and the third thing probably one of the most important ones is that you've got to remember who the expert in the room is they've asked you in often for a pitch henna and what's crucial is that they are not the expert at the thing you do they may think they know what you need no mean phrase it. they may think they know i'm tired i did this big bike ride they may think they know what they need but you are the expert at the thing you do which means crucially do not unless it's a very rare circumstance very rare exceptions do not give options prescribe the solution If you give someone the solution, it helps with this feeling of, you know, exactly what you're doing. People want to buy the expert who can fix the problem. Otherwise, guess what? They do it themselves. So when you give them the power to decide what's best for them when they don't know because you're meant to be the expert, it's incongruent with this whole the whole dynamic. It doesn't make sense. They're the patient you're the doctor. So you give them what they need. You don't say you could do this or this or this or this or this. What one do you want to do? Because that's where people are like, I don't know. Well, that one's the cheapest. So I'll just do that. I'll make that the point of differentiation instead. They can't possibly know what's best. You do. So you tell them what they need based on how well the conversation goes. That's what I would strongly advise. That's the way you need to look at it. Um, That's the big thing. You're the expert. No options. Give them the the, the best thing for them. Um, Rafe Allah has has asked, uh, or has added, firstly, congrats on your anniversary, mate. Thank you very much. Secondly, the question is, how do you feel now? It's been five years since you started all this great content you're making. I feel overwhelmed. It's amazing. I feel really, uh, to be more useful, I I feel very proud. I am so pumped about doing the YouTube thing. I feel like I'm shedding something to a degree. I'm like, somewhat sad and wistful about not doing live in this capacity anymore, but if I feel the urge to go live, I'll do it. But I'm, it's always important to be able to kind of grow and go into something new. I did this three years ago with my Taekwondo academies. I closed them after doing 19 years of Taekwondo. I shut the academies to make way for Entrepreneur Business Live. We're start, I'm stopping these live streams, not just to make space for YouTube, but also because I want to, I, I don't feel they, they have as much punch as they might anymore because live isn't being consumed like it used to. It's good enough for me five years. I've learned a lot. You know, it's time to do something new. And I think if you don't evolve, you start getting a bit of vanilla and people aren't so keen on that. So that's my answer to you, Rafe, a really good question. Thanks so much for that. Uh, Let's see what else we've got. So let's go in uh, to, uh, I wanted to also say, thank you so much for everyone who um, have supported me over the years, not just you lot who've shown up and asked questions, but also Restream. They have an offer where if you jump in and if you use Restream, the word restream.io slash join slash Richard Moore, you actually get um, $10 free credit when you sign up and get an account. I strongly advise the pro account. They're fantastic. You can use uh, the same link and you grab a pro account. It's just a... nice to be able to do a very simple way of broadcasting across multiple platforms and uh you know my youtube video today was recorded using restream uh so that will drop as saying about 10 minutes time so you'll be able to see um you know that you can record a higher quality than say zoom because it does full hd rather than 720 and all these little things you can do the podcast audio is downloaded a separate channel from Restream. So my podcast is made using Restream, you know, it's a very versatile tool. So if you want free $10 credit on me, you can use that uh, link, link. And I want to also shout out everyone supporting the Entrepreneur Business Group as well. There's another element of consistency at six years we've been running that six years in August, I think that the Entrepreneur Business Group has been running 4,600 people. If you want to join it, you go to facebook.com slash group slash entrepreneur business group, all one word. And we can see you in there, free to join. Just so nice having a great community around you. It's not my community, it's just a great, great group of people and we all engage with one another in it. Um, so it really is important uh, that uh, we I continue that one. Adam has added, uh, always giving and delivering value, keep rocking, Richard. Looking forward to the new YouTube channel. Thank you, my man. Uh, and Nelly has asked, um, will YouTube be your main content channel? For now, it will be alongside LinkedIn, uh, uh, one of the main content channels. At the moment, I use mostly LinkedIn and Instagram and some Facebook. And I think what will happen is Facebook will probably be given a slight uh, rebirth in a couple of months. I have some ideas there, but, but really joining them will be YouTube and Ellie as opposed to me putting YouTube in front. We'll have to see how it goes. You know, the uh, one, one of the things I've uh, decided upon is that for the next 12 months, I won't expect a thing from YouTube. I'm laying foundations in the same way as with with LinkedIn, just go hard, do the good stuff, you know, engage with people, bring quality as much as you can. I remember for the first few months back in 2018, it was like, do nothing but that and expect nothing in return. And when you start getting returns, wonderful. I'd like to be present, uh, uh, you know, um, pleasantly surprised by the end of, say a year, working on YouTube with ideally some more people interested in what I'm doing and and some interesting things coming from that. I'd love to build something of a community as well there because I'm lacking one. Um, And so it may become my main content channel, you never know. For now linkedin is far too lucrative in many senses not just monetarily for me to not have that as one of the main focus points so alongside it without question is is the answer uh gary uh long scene thanks very much for tuning in you've transcended the limitations of linkedin's truly awful platform the algorithm here favors the worst text content the company is worse than twitter at dealing with fake accounts dominance of oleg stories drove people away from the platform it's interesting What is interesting, and you've gone on. I'm going to keep reading this, it's quite an interesting one. By this, I mean marketing consultants do well on LinkedIn. Nobody else seems to be able to break through. Well, this is what I try and help people with is talented people who have something great to share who deserve results in the sense of people seeing them as well, helping them not just get a bit of visibility because I'm not about just trying to make everyone go viral. I don't know how to do that, nor does anyone else. And it's not about the views and it's not about getting all, you know, just trying to get as many pieces of engagement as possible in your post. What it's about more than anything, Gary is getting the right people to see you and then, and then there be an opportunity there so you can convert to, whatever that might look like. And that's why I'm so pleased because it's not marketing consultants only. I help with, um, you know, I help I help someone who makes pottery, who sells on LinkedIn as a result of us getting her visibility. I help people, uh, someone who's a personal trainer. I help someone who helps people with anxiety. Uh, I help someone who is, um, I mean, there's so many of them, there's 67 companies in the group. So that accelerator is focused on not just the marketing consultant and the thing i'll say greg i totally understand what you're saying about this because the marketers are the ones who probably understand the algorithm best and yeah i mean it's like i did a post about this uh, recently you know you can post a viral video just download it off youtube or facebook shove it on and it all, the world will, lo- will love the post but it won't get you anywhere and all you're doing is getting yourself a broad audience that has no interest in you or your offering it's far better to be more targeted and i think typically the problem is that it's not that one's message is no good, or that we can't bring value as the reason why we get no returns. It's that it's a it's a lack of a, excuse me a lack of awareness on how to like make the platform work for us and get the algorithm or or to get the you know the the post to do well. What I like well, there is and I'll state now there's a long way to go, uh, uh, Gary. But what I like is that there have clearly been some steps made by LinkedIn. To improve this situation. You mentioned Oleg. Oleg's a chap who has a huge following, like millions on, on LinkedIn, and people are constantly trying to tag him in posts so that if he shows up, it will drive their content up and things like that. But but the, but what's what's really important is that LinkedIn is starting to recognize a lot of the behavior of those who are trying to gain things. So when you remove them from the equation, that those 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 behaviors, as in you throttle back things that are basically a misuse of the platform. You do end up with uh, with people doing a little bit better, but yeah, it's sad because there's a lot of people with great things to share that aren't really getting the the, the voice they deserve. Um, so I'm trying my best to do my little bit here and there to help them. Um, it's interesting, uh, I because because you any platform can become truly awful. Uh, I will add on top of this if you follow the wrong things. Having said that, the algorithm will always always send you things, but they will always send you things based on what you've been looking at. So I, I do my best to unfollow those that aren't so, so right for me. I do my best to not engage or look at stuff that's not so ideal and broadcast the message to LinkedIn. This is why I'm interested in, instead to be served slightly richer content for my consumption. So that's something you can do. But I can totally understand where you're coming from. I really appreciate your comment. Uh, in there without without question. Um, Yinka has added here, uh, well done on, five, on great five years, Richard. Onwards and upwards to YouTube. Absolutely, I'm pumped to bring that in. Uh, and thank you so much. I, I have to draw it to a close here. This is it. This is the end of five years. I remember the very first one so well. I've sat in this room for a lot of time doing this show. I've been elsewhere for a few. Uh, we were in The Shard in London. For uh, the hundredth episode, I've been elsewhere around the world for a couple here or then when I wanted to make sure I was consistent. But we had, you know, a holiday or something like that, and um, I'm so ready yet proud of this show. I'm so ready to move to the next thing. I really hope that you'll decide to join me on YouTube uh, right now. Uh, over there, you can you'll be able to see that we have. Um, the first video has now gone up, so on YouTube, uh, it's a brand new video. And that video is telling you, in two minutes, how I pivoted a spam DM to a $2,000 deal. I have two little tips in there, What I what I did. And I wanna really go deep with some practical advice, real-world things you can do. Massive shout out to Dan Norton uh, on the YouTube team. Uh, who also does my videos, uh, for putting together some great editing there. There's a short that's up as well. More coming soon, and every single week we'll be dropping these in. But in the meantime, thank you so much. Five years has flown by. 260 episodes, over 2,000 questions. And this is not a show without me, I understand. But it's also not a show without you, like, guys. There would not have been any content at all if no one had come come up and asked questions. I've worked incredibly hard on this. Uh, I'm really proud of it and I wouldn't want it any other way. So thank you so much. Uh, Cheerio on Instagram. See you all soon. And thanks so much, everyone watching on LinkedIn and on Facebook as well. It's been an absolute pleasure. Take care and thank you so much for watching.